The Lion King is coming back. We gotta talk about it. Lise Winnie back again for another episode of Millennials Anonymous. And yes, my name is Lisa and I am a millennial. So we're going to get the things rolling and get right into it. We have four topics to talk about today. So we're going to talk about The Lion King because that is coming out on Friday. And I got on my Simba shirt and everything. Then we're going to talk about Trump and his tweets. Hmm, again, then we're going to talk about R. Kelly and like victim, victim shaming in our society and everything that's going on with that. And then we're going to talk about Jermaine Dupree and his comments against female rappers. But before we get into that, I want to thank Miss Ashley Wingrimes for coming on to the show freeing, for Freeing Friday last Friday. She was an amazing guest, very informative. Please reach out to her if you are a nurse and you're trying to get some credentialing, you know, some up, some, some classes and stuff. Reach out to her at Cannabis Nursing Solutions if you are a medical cannabis user and you need help with planning and regulating your medicine and everything, reach out to her. Cannabis Nursing Solutions, she was absolutely amazing. I also want to say thank you to E. Digger. He was an amazing co-host. So shout out, please tune in to Charm City Direct TV. Speaking of which, there is a new membership coming. So if you find Young Black Panthers Network, there the membership is very, very inexpensive. It's like five or ten bucks. You get original content made by African American people. So if you want support, you got support. You know what I mean? So it is trying to be something like the new BET 2.0 and have a bunch of different things like sports and news and entertainment and me and all that loudness. So if you want to hear more, definitely go and check him out or check that whole network out. Um, and I want to let you guys know that we may have another episode of Freeing Friday coming up this week. So stay tuned for that. And I will give you some information on that at the end of the show. But let's move right into it now. All right. So let's roll right into it. So we are starting this off on a somber note. Actor Rip Torn has passed away at the age of 88, according to his publicist. He did pass away peacefully in his sleep. He was in Men in Black, for those of you who may not know that name. And he also was in The Larry Sanders Show. Very funny. I loved him in Men in Black. Rest in peace to Rip Torn. Meghan Markle meets Beyonce. So the Duchess meets the Queen or the Queen meets the Duchess. So it was just a bunch of black girl magic all up in there. And Jay-Z was in her. Spider-Man killed it in the box office. 172 million with four and a half stars on Rotten Tomatoes. They absolutely loved it after they said that that black girls couldn't play the character. What is the one with the red hair in the movie? They said she couldn't do it and Zendaya did it and they loved it and that is a proven fact to all of you that say that black girls can't play fake characters that can be played by anybody. Y'all be doing all the complaining then you love it. Russell Westbrook will be traveling to Houston with Jane Harden so that they can travel together all up and down that court. Ice raids started last Sunday in U.S. cities, major U.S. cities. So people are trying to get together to see how they can make it better and see what they can do. But we will definitely see what happens. AOC and Pelosi are divided on a U.S. border security bill, which Pelosi kind of went after AOC after AOC was saying some stuff on Twitter. So she kind of had to learn that the big dog is the big dog. Then Facebook is not going to be moving forward with their cryptocurrency. 
they not going to be moving forward with that cryptocurrency until they have full congressional support behind it. And New York power went out. They lost all that power. Ray Madison, they just chunk, chunk. Chum. They messed up culture party and everything. It was terrible. But the lights came back on, so everybody's good. And yes, I'm moving my hands because that's what you do when you talk about New York. I don't know. And then Hurricane Barry said he was not going to be upgrade you. He going downgrade you to be a tropical stone. But he said, I'm still going to cause problems because I'm Hurricane Barry. Like, you ain't, you just not going to just get rid of me like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that has been your top 10 trending topics. Now we're going to get into the topics next. Let's get into our topics for today. Yeah. Yes. Let's get it. So let's move right into it and let's talk about the Lion King. Yeah, that was my song. It just, it brings back memories. So I am intrigued. Nobody excited, but I am intrigued to go see it and see what's become of it. You got John Oliver playing Zazu. He kind of looked like him a little bit. And I can see it. It's like, I can see it. And then you got, what's his name? Seth Rogen. He looked a little bit like Puma. I can see it. I can see it in the face. You know what I mean? I can see it. And I was like, okay, I'm so excited and I'm so happy. And, you know, Donald Glover can sing, sort of, in a way. And then you have Beyonce, who's a singer. And then I heard the album. And the album is, like, real dope. I'm really excited about the songs on there. Now, oh yeah, and James Earl Jones came back as Mufasa. He is back again. So I'm ex- intrigued. I keep very say excited, but I'm not really excited. So I don't want to say that and then be not be telling the truth. I'm, I'm intrigued because I'm a millennial, okay? So I grew up on The Lion King. I was, I was in elementary school when The Lion King came out. It was the first movie that cartoon, cartoon that ever made me cry. Like, I, tears. When Mufasa died, I was like, oh, not, not his father, no, Lord. Like, I was crying, I was, like, bawling. Because that was the first time, like, I really, I was, they showed somebody just fall off a cliff, you know, like, real, like, really, like, die, die. Especially the good guy, you know what I mean? Because when Bambi, I watch Bambi. For, for those of y'all that don't know what Bambi is, Google it. It's a, a story about a deer. It's, it's Bambi. So, I, I watched Bambi. When Bambi mama died in the woods, I was like, you know... You know, they shot a deer. It, it wasn't like I, I didn't have a connection, you know. I don't know why they were both animals, but just didn't have the connection. I it, guess because Mufasa fell in the motherland, I, I don't know. But I, as a kid, it just, I, my heart broke for Simba. Run away, Simba. And never, that was just mm, tears, real tears. So, I, you know, for me, I, I'm, I... I'm intrigued. Some of the stuff has me perplexed. Um, not gonna lie. A little perplexed. Um, let me preference this by saying, and I'm doing a lot of clicking today. Let me preference this by saying, I, you, I didn't say this 10 times now. I love Beyonce. Love Beyonce. I, I, I love her in music I, I I've never been a fan of Beyonce in movies so I'm curious to see see how this turns out because she's not really acting so much she's doing more voice the voice work however you still kind of need to have that same 
you know, emphasis and stuff on words. And the part that I saw maybe was just a flat part was kind of flat. Um, so I, I'm curious to see how it plays out. Cause like I said, I've only seen the commercials. I haven't seen the full movie or the full film. So we'll see. Cause Beyonce is amazing in the music. She is a beast. I have been rocking with her since Destiny's Child. Do you hear me? Destiny's Child when I was young and I was like, oh, I want to be her and I want to be her. I was always Latoya Lucky cause she kind of, you know, close to my complexion and everything. But I'm like, I want to be her. I've been rocking since Destiny's Child. I've every album Beyonce has ever had. And I've even bought, I got Ivy Park upstairs. I even had Darion Jeans when they was out. I trust me, I support Beyonce. However, Beyonce in film, I don't know. Like, I just feel like, I, I feel like she's so talented. It's just, she can't have everything. You know what I mean? Like, she, some things you just can't have because, you know, it got to be a little even. So, I, we'll see what happens. Nala's not really a big role. Like, she in the beginning as a kid, and then she go away, and then she come back a little bit at the end. So, you know, we'll see what happens. I don't think Beyonce's really going to be in this film that much. I think most of it's really going to be Donald Glover, you know, Seth Rogen, like those characters. But we'll see what happened. But speaking of Beyonce, she looked amazing at the premiere when she met Meghan Markle. I Some people didn't like the dress. I love the dress. Some people was like, do you like thick Beyonce? I love thick Beyonce because it makes me feel like a normal person. Even though I'd never be on her level as far as her physique is. Did you see Homecoming? She she got down. She had two babies and got down. I, I, I had three babies separately and I still can't lose the weight. So I I rep big up all respect I can't mess with that but like when I'm telling you I'm not I don't know about this film yet because I like I said I'm already not feeling all the live action stuff because I'm like who you make this for did you make this for us you know the millennials the, the kids that grew up on this film because little kids my youngest daughter is not gonna sit through this and watch real like CGI lions talking to each other like she's it's just like She'll watch for a minute, like, ooh, he talking, and then, mm, all right, like, you know, where the cartoon's at? Why they didn't make it a cartoon? I don't know. I, I don't know. It would, probably would have been more colorful if they made it into a cartoon. Like, I don't need to see the National Geographic lines talk. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, it, I could have seen it as a cartoon, but we could see what's going to happen. I might come back on here and say something totally different, like, man, that was just the best movie I've ever seen in my life. I was <laughs> again when Mufasa fell off the cliff. You know what I mean? Like you just gotta wait and see. Like I let me let me wait and see. And I'm gonna have to go to the movies by myself because, like I said, my kids, my oldest daughter, kind of want to see it, but the rest of them was like, mm, I'll pass, hard pass. So we'll we'll see what happens. But I'll let you know when I see it how I feel about it. Okay. I feel like Cardi for the day. For some reason, my mouth is just clicking and stuff. I don't, I don't know what's going on. Let me move on to the next topic. So let's talk a little bit. Oh, I'm a little witspy too. Let's talk a little bit about Trump's tweets. Trump's racist tweets. Which is sad that that could really be a headline for any week. Just pick a week. Any week. Any week of 52 weeks. It could be any week. At, at any point, he says racist stuff every day. Like, it's getting to the point where it's like... Why? Like, at what point would it make you think when he was typing that, yeah, this is a good idea. 
Like, I, I just, I would love to know what's on his mind um, to, to that he would think that was a good idea. Like, it's, it's outrageous to me that this is still happening. And, like, the tweets, I mean, if I can't find it, I won't tell you exactly what it says. But it's something along the line, yeah, I'm working still. Like I said last time, I'll be working sometime. So, this is what it says. The, the part that really had people like, what did he just say? It says, why don't they go back? This, mind you, this is a series of tweets. He sent off a series of tweets in a firestorm. Why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came? Then come back and show us how it is done. Again, like I said, why he would think that was a good idea, I don't know. I See, for me, it's just like, it's to the point where I'm just like, I don't know, like, know what to say no more like it's one of them things where it's like it's expected like people say I'm so surprised I'm like are you he says this stuff every single week every week and people are up in arms because the white nationalists are loving these comments because the there's a of course running theme that go back to Africa go back where you came from And for some reason, he doesn't understand that that is a connection. Or I think he understands. He just is not going to admit it because he says he says it how it is. But not really. So, you know, to me, if Barack Hussein Obama had done a fourth, a a piece, a little fraction of any of the things he had done. First of all, he wouldn't have the Democratic nomination. That's one. And second, he would not be the president of the United States, at least for not for very long. So it's it's amazing to me that this is even still happening today and he still has a base. So there's been an update. There actually was a press conference held by the squad who was given that name due to their connection to one another. But it really consists of four congresswomen of color which is uh, Representative Rashida Tlaib of Michigan. Um, we have Ilan Omar of Washington. We have, uh, no, I'm sorry, got that wrong. So we have Ilan Omar of Minnesota, and we have Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez of New York, and then Ayanna Presley of Massachusetts. So those individuals, are affectionately known as the squad. And and that's who Trump went after. They actually held a press conference. Uh, Most of them pretty much stayed on the side of don't get down in the dirt. This is a distraction. Kind of keep it straight and narrow. We are not going to like, you know, get into this with him in a back and forth. I think uh, Representative Omar said she wasn't even going to address it with an answer. Um, You know, that's something that, I think it's a smart thing to do to kind of ignore him because really at this point he wants attention. So I think for them to kind of ignore him serves him, serves him good. Um, but AOC said she wasn't surprised by it. Um, you know, representative. Talib said that, you know, Trump's remarks are 
the continuation of his racist and xenophobic playbook. And then, of course, Ayanna Presley said that she's not going to dig, you know, get down into it with him. This office requires somebody that has the dignity and integrity, which he is not showing right now. Or I don't think he's ever shown it. Um, and then he's launching some tweets back at them as this is going on and he's like giving incorrect information in the tweets that can be easily verified but the scary part is is that some of his base they're not going to go back and verify it and then they're just going to take it as true so it's very it's it's insane like one of the tweets that he put was the democrats are trying to distance themselves from the four progressives but now they are forced to embrace them that means they are endorsing socialism hate of israel and the u.s not good for the democrats I don't know. And and Ayanna Presley, Representative Ayanna um, Presley actually said, do not take the bait is what she said. But it's funny to me that, like I said, he still even has a shot because he still could potentially win the 2020 election. And, And it's just one of those things that it just never ends. Like he said, we will never be a socialist or communist country. If you're not happy here, you can leave. It is your choice and your choice alone. This is about love of America. Certain people hate our country. They are anti-Israel, pro... uh, It's just ridiculous. Pro-Al-Qaeda and comments on the 9-11 attack. Some people did something. Radical left Democrats want open borders, which means drugs, crime, human trafficking, and much more. It's... It just couldn't be further from the truth. It's not true at all. None of them have ever said anything to the contrary. None of them ever said they were pro-Al-Qaeda. None of them ever said they wanted to leave. None of them ever said any of that. And the funniest part about it is, is that people give him Donald Trump credit for things that are not really of, that's not because of him. You know, and I, my concern is, is that I don't know what's gonna happen in 2020. Like, We got 57 Democrats running, you know, I mean, we had one person drop out, but then we had Tom Steyer said that he was going to run. So then as soon as he drop out, somebody's come back in. I'm like, it's just too much. We, we need to really build up that one, two, three people that potentially could really win. And and let's just focus on them and the rest of y'all just please sit down. Like, it's just not worth it the confusion and that's why I'm I'm really concerned and I think that we live in a time now where it's you can say things like this and it just it it, it's like okay you know we can say it we he kind of gave us a pass because the president of the United States believes it so we believe it too and we could we proud to be able to say it so we need to get back in a time where the president is there to unite and not there to tear it apart because other presidents have disagreed with Democrats and disagreed with Republicans and independents alike, but they didn't do this. This is a scary thing. And I think he also is relying too heavily on the stock market. Like his stock market is great, but if you don't have stock, it's not really you. The unemployment might be low, but if you still work in a job where you make a minimum wage and you still can't pay your bills, you're not going to be sitting up there like, oh, this is the best thing ever. Like, and I think he has, a, there's a disconnect. So let's get up, let's vote, and let's get him up out of office so he can go back to Trump Tower where our Kelly girls is at and be okay. Yeah, bye. R. Kelly, R. Kelly. But before I get into R. Kelly, let's talk about Michael Evanati because I incorrectly said Michael Evanati 
was R. Kelly's attorney. He is not R. Kelly's attorney, but he is involved in this case. He is actually involved on the prosecution side. He is representing or helping to represent three of the girls who are bringing claims against R. Kelly. But how he going help anybody when he got his own stuff going on like you gonna be telling your client like hey you know hey I, you what you doing here well you know me I'm, I'm I gotta go for my case you you got other people you representing this same day no you know I had to go for my own case you know I had to talk to my attorney you know and everything like how that work how you both gonna be going to trial at the same time like that just don't make no sense yeah, he got embezzlement and all that other jazz. So, I mean, it's crazy. Like, how do you have so much dysfunction sitting around you? I don't know. But R. Kelly, so maybe he really is R. Kelly's attorney. Because it sounds like a circus. Like, maybe this is a way to distract people. I don't know. But R. Kelly is facing 13 new counts. 13. 13. Yeah, 13. Federal. Federal. He ain't going home for a long time and I don't even know if they're gonna give him bail I think he doesn't have a trial until Wednesday so I don't know if they'll actually give him bail I don't think there will be no mystery fans that pop up out of nowhere he got 20 videos of child pornography you know of him with a minor on him that have been sent over his people ain't protecting him no more because he don't got no more money and it's like well I ain't going to jail for you sorry sorry Kells I ain't going to jail for you, Pied Piper. You can pipe it in the pod in the jail because I ain't piping and potting with you. We can't both pipe and pod. How do you rectify that now? Because you can't say that there's no evidence because clearly, clearly there's evidence. And so, you know, I think he's going to be looking at some time. I think he's going to be looking at some hefty time. If he, if he didn't get thrown the keys and locked away, I would be shocked at this point. But I think he's going away for a long time and I think it's well overdue and I think it, it does bring to the forefront of rape culture in our society because a lot of people was blaming the girls it was like what the girls have on what was they doing it was fast girls blah, 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 how they it's not about the victim it's about the perpetrator the per they are the people that are supposed to be held accountable not the victim it doesn't matter what she had on it really doesn't like I've never seen like in our culture we do it all the time it's like what did the woman have on when she got raped doesn't matter the the person who raped her should have had enough enough willpower to not attack her not the other way around like I mean I to me you it, it doesn't matter what you got on you shouldn't be enticing people to lose their self-control self-control is self of control control of self control of thyself not control of as long as you don't wear that as long as you don't got that on it's control of thyself so you need to know that it has nothing to do with the victim it, it is clearly all on the perpetrator let's get away from that because i think that's how he was able to hide plain sight for so long because people knew that you know they were just going to blame the victims and they were african-american girls the poor girls at that um so let's get away from that you know so let's not blame the victim anymore because that is absolutely outrageous it's ridiculous and it's unnecessary. And that is all I got to say on Kells. Aura Kelly, Kells, Pop Piper, whatever you want to call him. Because he, bye, bye, he ain't going to be, you ain't going to see him in nobody's closet. You ain't going to see him in nobody's Jeep. And he ain't going to be wanting to ride it. Because he going to be in the jail cell, in the trap in the jail cell, in the jail, in, over there. He ain't, so you ain't going to see him. You ain't gonna see him. He don't even, he ain't gonna wanna listen to his music.
music. He don't want he gonna be wanting to bump and grind when he in there. Mm-mm. He ain't gonna want to be hearing nobody call, body calling for him. He ain't gonna want to be hearing that when he in there. You know what I mean? So, bye, bye, bye. Let's talk about Jermaine. Jermaine Dupree, so so deaf in the house. Um, yeah, so Jermaine Dupree pissed off a lot of people. So basically, this week he was talking about female rappers only talk about sex and stripping and their body and stuff like that. What he failed to realize is that the male rappers nowadays are not talking about anything either. So if you're going to piss people off, let's just piss off everybody. Just make it an equal opportunity piss off. Let's just piss off everybody EEOC style so that everybody can hear this truth. Because, listen, they don't even have... Some of these people aren't even saying words. We ain't even getting words. We just getting... Drop, drop, and it get good to top, pop, pop. Now I got a hit album. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's just. Mm. Yeah, no. No. It, it's just. They, they're not even words. Like, I, I, I don't even know what to say about that. So, and that's not even. Most of the people that are doing that are not female rappers. Most of the people that are doing that are male rappers. So, it's not just the female rappers that aren't expanding past a certain repertoire and then I, I mean I've listened to some of their well not some I listen to the music and uh, look, some of the albums and records are different and they're talking about different things but men also talk about sex all the time and women and how much money they got so it it doesn't really translate it just sounds very misogynistic when it comes out like that because it's like he's just pointing fingers at one person and Cardi B made the sense and like I said I don't always agree with Cardi but this time Cardi made sense Cardi was saying like it's not the female rappers it's the art it's the industry that doesn't allow these other artists to come out now we had some big artists we had Lauren Hill before she stopped showing up on time or showing up to her own concerts and she kind of went off on the deep end with the unplugged the MTV unplugged I think it went right when things just started to go awry but we had Lauren Lauren was you know she wasn't selling sex she was selling knowledge she kind of you know looked like she might got some incense like she was she was different man you know what I mean and she was super talented we have other people we have you know and that was back in the day I mean we had Missy she was not she was just the beast with the beats and she was you know kind of clever and she wasn't selling sex either she was selling talent and same thing with like you know Queen Latifah she wasn't selling sex she was just selling her talent and just showing who she was but the thing is they became big in other aspects like Missy was a producer and she had other people and she was doing stuff but they didn't make the same types of they didn't blow up like the other rappers they didn't blow up like the rappers that we have today and I think it's because they didn't sell sex and sex sells in this country sex sells everywhere people want to hear about it they want to see about it the people that are the most beautiful and the people that are the most popular now if you look on their Instagrams and stuff that's all they show they, they bikinis or doing the, the bathing suits you know, the very low cut, very tight, body con, everything, body con, night clothes. Like, it's just everything. Everything is sexy. Like, you can't not be sexy anymore. And so sex sells. So those, that's just, just what people want. That's what people want to see. So it's not just even just the industry that puts people in this box. And for female artists and rappers, it's like they can't get out of this this box like they 
have to fit what's in that box. And if they outside of the box, the industry doesn't embrace them because we don't embrace them. Meaning the the people that buy the music, we don't embrace those artists. Like Janelle Monet is she's big and everything. She sold a lot of records, but we don't see her quite as often and as much as we see some of these other rappers because she is not out there selling sex. That's not what she is. That's not what she does. We have like young M.A. She's not out there selling. That, that's that's just not who she is. So I was like, you, you have rappers that are already out there that they make it and they have songs here and there, albums here and there, and they're selling albums and records, but they're not nearly as big as some of the other ones that that is what they do. And the ones that kind of take off, that's what they do because the young girls, they want to follow behind the ones that kind of look a certain way because they're the ones that get the guys and they're the ones that get the most attention. It's just, it's just how it is, but it's, it's the, it's a combination of the consumer and industry because if the consumer required, we, if we required a different type of artist, the industry. Industry wouldn't have a choice, but to provide us with a different type of artist because they would want to sell records, music clothes jewelry whatever it is they they use these people as vehicles to sell stuff and so if they can't sell it if we're not buying it they're going to change it until they can find out who who can sell who can sell me this stuff right so it's it's us and we got to look at ourselves in order to figure it out because i'm like like i said the other day like i had to hug my my daughter because i'm like y'all don't even have words no more like it's just a lot of it is just or if they do have words it's like what did he say i'm not really following is he he is speaking english right yeah okay no so it, it's even it's hard nowadays to even follow a full song full through and through so i mean jermaine three talking about women rappers you don't even know what the men rappers say maybe that's what they saying maybe that's what means you don't know no nobody know when you figure it out you let me know because don't nobody know what that mean it could mean something sexual we don't know mm. because you know if you talk about maybe that's the industry they came from rap is about your experience your lived experience what you did and that's what they live and like the the men talk about rapping and, and like some of them talk about their past life and drug dealing and, and crime same deal come on like you can't do one or the other let's let's talk if you're gonna talk speak the truth about everything don't just be talking about this one over here and i think it was personal maybe he had an issue with one particular person or maybe he had a particular artist that not doing nothing and you know not going not mean that they're not doing anything but they the numbers aren't going up and so he maybe he was upset i don't know but my thing is if you're gonna talk about it talk about it like let's just talk about it across the board now, I'm not going to jump down on them because, like I said, back in the day, we had music that people didn't want to listen to. Like, our parents didn't like. We had artists that they didn't understand. So, I'm not going to get down on all the music that's out today because people didn't understand our music. We was we was, we was backing that thing up and all that type of stuff that they was like, what, what is this? So, I'm not going to get down on them 100%. But, you know, you do have to understand that if you're going to say the rap is different and where rap has changed, you got to talk about all of rap. You can't talk about some of rap. So, talk about it all so that we can really get a true indication of what is going on. What is the state? Say truly what you mean. Is it that, you know, you feel like the, it has changed and you can no longer produce in this environment? Like, tell us the truth, Jermaine. What's going on with you, babe? What, what is it? What was you trying to say? Cause I feel like it was encrypted. It was coded. Maybe that message was meant for somebody in particular. I don't know. But 
just with that being said, I, I think that male, female, we do have a ways to go. I think that we, we tend to glorify certain people and tend to glorify certain things. I don't know if it's getting a little deep on you. I don't know if it's actually systematic that they want these certain types of individuals to be popular so that we can see it so that we all kind of fall in this same type of trap of being in this same type of box. But I, whatever the case may be, I, if you're going to talk about it, talk about it. Bye. All right, Jermaine. So this has been Millennials Anonymous. And we are going to be back again this Friday for Freeing Friday. We are going to be talking about another hot trending topic. So I will let you guys know and we're going to post that below. But if you need to reach me, not need, but if you want to reach me, like let's say you got some stuff going on, you want to be a guest or you want to be a part of the millennial class, let me know. Reach out to us and you can either DM directly on Facebook or you can send an email to lisa at leaswinnie.com. So again, we will see you back on Friday for another hot and trending topic. Bye.